ready to take a ride, grab your coffee, and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Uh, today is Monday, January 9th, 2024. For some reason, it feels much later than Monday. Time is flying. It sure does. We're halfway through the year almost. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's starting to feel that way. Um, well, first of all, Happy New Year to you and Sister Miriam. And that, bless it, yep. And the family? But, uh, yes, mm-hmm. very good. You sent some uh, photographs uh, of uh, Christmas, I believe, uh, Hanukkah or New Year's it was, and um, family's looking great, and I'm glad to be here with you tonight. Excellent. Miriam has four kids, grown kids and grandkids, but the four kids got together and they flew everyone up to Montana. Wow. Greg and, Greg and Hannah from, from, uh, no, from um, Israel, they flew them up, and Miriam and I and the others, and it was the first time all four of her siblings have been together in 41 years, and they're in the same room. Oh, my goodness. That's a miracle right there. Get everybody together. It is. Wow. And it's the first time Miriam's been with all four of them at the same time in 41 years. Hey, what a blessing that was. Yeah, because uh, as, as they grew older, they all went their own ways around the world. That's starting to sound so like some of So we ended up in Zula, Montana, <laughs> on the Bitterroot River. And uh, no snow, but it was 16 degrees. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful for her. Yeah, Miriam really liked it. Well, no, I mean, where we stayed. Oh, yeah. We stayed at a five-bedroom hunting lodge on the water. That is so beautiful. With with all the deer head and the moose and everything hanging from the walls. Wow. Beautiful place, Montana. It was good. Yeah, that was a great, great thing for her. It was for her birthday. And, um, you know, it's not often a whole family can get together like that again. Well, I'm glad you all got together, and I hope you all had some good food at the same time. Oh, they sure did. All good cooks, yes. But uh, that was good, good. Well, how is Bali, Indonesia doing right now? Praise the Lord. If I didn't look at the calendar, I wouldn't uh, know what time of year it is. People keep texting me and saying they're getting snow. I'm like, what is snow? <laughs> it's been so long. I better not say that because the Lord could bring me back and put me right in the middle of a blizzard for some payback. Um, but uh, I have been, uh, through my share of blizzards in my life, uh, lived up in Indiana one time, and so I know what snow is. Had my share. Snow is great. But uh, we're doing good. Family's good. Everybody's healthy. And uh, we believe in the Lord that 2024 is going to be a victorious year for everybody out there. So It'll be uh, a great year for those in the Lord. Amen to that. It, Do you, it could be a challenging year for those who aren't. Absolutely the case. Folks, it's a good thing to be serving the Lord today. Because otherwise we're on our own. And you don't want to be alone in this world. Um, well... With that, we'll get started. Would you like to open us in prayer? And the mic is yours. I'll do that. Give me me five seconds here. Let me just help Miriam a second. I don't know where she's going. Fantastic. Everybody, welcome aboard. We're just getting started. Tonight's uh, Monday the 9th. Please invite a friend to tune in. And uh, you can listen here on MixLR, IceCast, or by telephone. we got Blog Talk running again at area code 515-602-9734. Okay. Well, we're going to do a little something different, and then we'll get back to some readings as usual. We're going to talk again about our true identity according to the Scripture in Greek. So, very good. Lord, we thank you for this time tonight. Lord, I thank you for a spirit of revelation, of understanding, Father, that we can all see who you have made us to be in Christ, in your Son. I thank you, Father, when Jesus died, we died in him. When he rose from the grave, we rose with him. 
and now we are seated with him in heavenlies, in heavenly places. So I thank you, Lord, for your word, your wisdom, and what you have done. Shannon, I think I shared a few weeks ago, I don't know how long ago, actually we've had a program, um, on the Mysterion, the revelation that Paul had. Paul went out to the wilderness, uh, they say, for 14 years, and he had a real experience with the Father. And he came back with, uh, in a sense, he came back with three books. Came back with Galatians, Ephesians, and Romans inside of him. And uh, did you want to sit here? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, he came back with what he calls the mystery that God has revealed to him. And that's mentioned several places in Acts and then in, in the uh, letters. The mysterion, the mystery. Well, what is the mystery that God revealed to Paul that we don't even see in the Old Testament? The first mystery was that those who receive the Lord, Yeshua, Christ, are going to be a new creation. All things are going to pass away completely and all things are to become new. Now, we say that verse many, many times, our 2 Corinthians 5.17. We repeat it, and you see it in all kinds of altar calls. But we need to really look at what it's saying there. If anyone is in Christ, his past has been done away with. His past has been done away with. He is a new creation in Christ. He has come out of the world time, and he's come into the time frame of God, and uh, where Jesus lives, and we live with him outside of time. We need to understand that before the foundations of the world, we were in Christ, and in him, he's given us, and every one of us, a scroll, a destiny scroll. We will see that also, uh, that we are his workmanship in Christ Jesus for good works, which God planned before time, beforehand, before time, God planned for you, Shannon, to come into this world with a destiny scroll. Not with, just Shannon, his little boys. <laughs> with Amen. a purpose in your life. And that destiny scroll is in him, in the Father, before this world was ever even created. And then when we come to Christ, we are empowered to fulfill that destiny scroll that God has for us. Now, personally, I believe that outside of this earthly world, it talks about the heavenlies, there's 12 foundations, there's 32 dimensions in the heavenlies. And I personally feel like when we leave this earthly body and go into this place called the heavenlies, we're not going to be sitting in the bleachers in the clouds with an angel. We will continue to be fulfilling our destiny, our whole destiny. And we've got, quote, eternity to fulfill that scroll. Well, these are really big thoughts. And it's uh, a little out of the box of normal Christianese. Ask him what he thinks about it. But if you keep that in mind, as we go through these scriptures tonight, you'll be able to better understand that. So that was the phase one. We're a new creation in Christ. Your past has been done away with. You now live in the ever-eternal present. Now faith is. We live in God's present. For all of us, the past is just a memory. And I don't know why so many people want to go into their past and take it apart and try to understand it when it's only a memory that doesn't exist any longer. Now, there are things, and I know you're very involved in deliverance, and there are things that bind and hold us into that place. Now, the second part 
of his mysterion, we're a new creation in Christ, and then we all have access to the Father. As we say in Hebrews, I think it's chapter 4, we can come boldly into the throne of grace and receive grace and mercy to help us in our time of need. That's not an Old Testament understanding. There was only one person, once a year, the high priest, with his ritual garments, and clothed and under the purifications, the ritual purifications, can go into the presence of the Father in the Holy of Holies. And not even boldly go in. <laughs> they would go in with prayer and supplications and fastings and such. That's an Old Testament. But since what Jesus has done, he tore down that wall. He made an opening for us that we can all come boldly into the presence of the Father and receive grace and mercy to help us in our time of need. So again, his mysterion is threefold. We're a new creation. We have we can come into the presence of our Father and recognize that God Adonai is our Father. We are all sons of God. And the third is it includes Jews and Gentiles. All nations, all peoples, all colors, male or female, slave or free, black or white, and that. We can say Hispanic and Oriental and yellow and tan. Every peoples are able to now come into this place called the heavenlies to be with their Father God as a new creation. And can you see this is... This is what we call, this is a whole New Testament understanding. This isn't in the Old Testament. You know, the Gentiles would have to go through rituals and, and to come in to the kingdom, come into the, uh, uh, the Jews, but they don't become Jews. They are just allowed to participate in Jewish lifestyle. But now, all men, all tribes, all colors, now all peoples, can come boldly into the throne of grace to, to their Father God as new creations in Christ. That was Paul's revelation. And we need to be able to really understand that deeply of who we now are in him. Now, so if we go into James tonight, I want to speak a little bit on James chapter 1. And uh, verse, I'll start with verse 22. But be doers of the word and not, uh, and not only hear the word, deceiving yourselves. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Now, it doesn't say you're going to be deceived. It says you're deceiving yourself if you are a hearer of the word but not a doer. Now, the doer there is not works. It doesn't mean how much you serve, giving to the poor, helping the elderly. The word doer there has to be doing who you see in the mirror. Now, if anyone is a hearer of the word and, uh, and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he immediately observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Immediately forgets who he is. That's like a woman looking in the mirror, putting on her lipstick, and goes into the other room and forgot if she put her lipstick on. Or if a man combs his hair in the mirror, goes in the other room and Immediately forgets, I wondered if I did I ever comb my hair. Well, <laughs> we need to remember, now Miriam's laughing here because that doesn't account for me. I don't have much to comb anymore. <laughs> and, uh, don't know about you, Shannon. Oh, Shannon got a haircut. He doesn't have much to comb either. <laughs> Amen. So, immediately forgets what kind of man he was. 
But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it now is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, doer of what he sees. This one will be blessed in all he does. So if anyone looks into the perfect law of liberty, that's the law of faith, and that, and stays in it, and does not fall into the law of works, he will be blessed in all he does. Now, if anyone among you thinks he is he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Now, so we need to look into this perfect law of liberty. We need to look into the word of God and see what do we look like. What do we look like? Well, the Bible is a mirror. It reflects who you are. It reflects what you have. And it reflects what you do. And you will be, in a sense, you'll fail in life. You'll be constantly challenged in life as a believer, as a Christian, if you don't know who you are or if you forgot who you are. We need to know who we are in Christ, what this mirror is showing and telling us. Well, it's first telling us, according to the Mysterion, we're a new creation in Christ. Let me read this a little bit more from the Greek here, and uh, maybe verse, where we are, 1722, and that, um, oh, i got to go to James, we're back in James, not John, okay, James 1, okay, 22, give the word your undivided attention, do not underestimate yourself. Make the calculation. There can only be one logical conclusion. Your authentic origin, your beginnings, your authentic beginnings in Christ is mirrored in the word. You are God's poem. Let his voice make poetry of your life. That's beautiful. Isn't it? Now, anyone who hears the word and sees the face of their birth as in a mirror, the difference between a mere spectator and a participator is that both of them hear the same voice and perceive in its message the face of their own genesis, their own beginnings reflected there. They realize that they are looking at themselves in this mirror. But for one, it seems too good to be true, or don't know if it is true, and this person departs, goes back to the old way of seeing himself, and immediately forgets what manner of person they are, never giving another thought to the one they saw in the mirror. But the other person looks in the mirror and is mesmerized by what they see, captivated by the effect of the law that frees a person from the obligation of the old written code that restricted one to their own efforts and willpower. No distraction or contradiction can dim the impact of what it seemed in the mirror concerning the perfect law of liberty, the law of faith, that now frees one to get on with living their life according to their original design. They find a new spontaneous lifestyle, the poetry of practical living. What is this saying here in this Greek? One looks in the mirror, doesn't believe it, 
or thinks it's too good to be true, that they can do everything as Christ has done. So they just turn around and they go back to their old religious way of thinking. And it doesn't mean they go back to their old nature out of Christ, but they go back to thinking according to world religion. World religion is the religion of works, that you're going to work yourself into this position of sonship, of blessings from God. You can work yourself into his presence. Well, none of that is true. That's all religion. But we see the other person looks in this perfect law of liberty, captivated by its effect, and it frees them from the obligation of every religious spirit. They look into it and say, wow, look at what God says I am, who he says I am. Look at what God says I can do. I can lay hands on the sick, they'll recover. I can cast out demons. I can raise the dead. Wow, look at this. This is a whole new way of life for me. And I am now free to go on to live that way of life in spontaneous lifestyle. Let me read for you John one twenty nine, a verse I know you all familiar with, you've used many, many times in that. The next day John saw Jesus approaching him and declared, Behold the Lamb of God. This is the one who would lift the sin of the cosmos like an anchor from the sea floor to set mankind free. What's it saying there? Behold the Lamb of God, Jesus, says John. This is the one who would lift sin off of the cosmos, off of the worlds. That he would take sin, all sin, upon himself. And like an anchor from the seafloor, he's going to release mankind to sail free. Well, I think that's a great word for us even right now. That God can do something in our lives that we can understand what he has done in our life and we can sail free to go fulfill that destiny scroll that's within us. Most of the church, most of the body of Christ is still under the religion of works. They're not free to fulfill their destiny. They're still trying to figure out who they are what they can do, where they come from, still trying to figure out what their purposes are in God and if they can ever do it, and then trying to clean up their past, their old nature. And Jesus never told you to clean up your old nature. Jesus said, crucify your old nature. (laughs) You're a new man in Christ. What are you doing back there with that old thing? Why are you trying to clean up something that's dead? Why are you playing with that corpse? You are dead in Christ and alive in him. Dead to the old. So if anyone is a new creation in Christ, a new creation, well, Shannon, I think too much of the church has spent hours and hours of time and prayer and counseling and uh, therapy, years of therapy, trying to clean up a corpse. Is that too strong a word, Shannon? I don't know. (laughs) And that trying to clean up the old nature. But You know, we are not that old nature any longer. We are new creations in Christ. Many times in the scripture, 
and uh, we can even turn to Colossians. Uh, uh, let's see, yeah, uh, Colossians. Let's let's go to Ephesians chapter one. One of the books that is Paul's great revelation, and the first couple chapters again tells us who we are and the blessings and everything we have in Christ. And how many have read this and said, wow, this is too good to be true. I don't know about this. They're not denying it. They say, well, that's the word of God. But I'm without a clue what that means. Well, here it says, blessed be God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. He has already blessed you. So I'm not sure of praying over and over again, Jesus, will you bless me, bless me, bless me. I think the prayer is, Lord, you have already blessed me. How do, how do I receive it and live that out? And what do I do with it? And what do I, yes, with the blessings. Yes, yes. So just as he chose us in him, and and that's ekneo, just as he called us out in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So he has already chosen me. So, again, would it be proper to say, God, would you choose me? Please choose me, God. And God says, I've already chosen you. And he's already predestined us to adoption as sons. We have been adopted out of the old fallen family into the family of God. Where Adonai, God is our father. And uh, he has done that uh, by sons of Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. To the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he has already made us accepted in the Beloved. Now, if you've already been accepted, if you apply for a new job and you get a letter in the mail and we accepted you, accept your application, you can start work next week. You're accepted now in the work. Would you the next day send another application in? Would you continue to send applications into the same job that just told you you were accepted? So if we are already accepted in the Beloved, why do we strive and pray so much and do so much to be accepted? Now, people do that constantly. Maybe not in those terms, Jesus, please accept me. But again, they do say that. Jesus, will you accept me? And Jesus said, I've already accepted you. Will you stop just praying and asking and get on with life? Get on with what I've called you to do. Sail free into the spirit and what God has called for you. Amen. Now, he's predestined us according to good pleasure of will to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he has made us, already made us, accepted in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace which he made to abound toward us, in us, with us in all wisdom and prudence having made known to us the mystery of his will. Now, I just told you that. The mystery of his will. You're a new creation in Christ. You have access to the Father. And it includes Jews and Gentiles. 
having made known to us the mystery of his will according to the good pleasure which he purposed in himself, that in this dispensation of the fullness of time he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and on the earth in him, and which we have also obtained an inheritance. We are predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things to the counsel of his will. He who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. Then it goes on to say that you were sealed with the Holy Spirit and with promise. It says it's the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may be able to know what is the hope of his calling, the riches of his glory, the exceeding inheritance in the saints. What is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, not doubt, who believe according to the working of his mighty power. And then even in chapter 2, it says you He made alive. We have been made alive in Christ. I want to do a little example here. And uh, in the Greek, there's four different words for the word with. And it says that we are seated with him. We are one with him. We are in him. And there's four different words, and I wish we had this kind of on video, but I would try to explain it for us. The first Greek word for with is para. And I could draw a line, and I could draw another line next to it, parallel to it. And that's being with him next to him, parallel to him. Next Greek word for with, though, is pros. And uh, it's like I draw a line and and then a half a circle on top and another line with a half a circle facing each other. So we've got two half circles facing each other, pros. And that we are now face to face with him. First, we were parallel to him. Now face to face. The third Greek word for for with is meta. And I can draw a line and then I can draw kind of an S or a dollar sign around it that we are now fully enwrapped around him. Meta. Well, para, next to, pros, facing, Meta, around. But the last Greek word for with is soon. I draw a thick line and I draw another line right over that thick line. And if you never saw me draw two lines, you'd never know two lines are there. Because the second line is entirely embedded in the first line. That's with the word soon. Every time God talks about who you are in Christ, with him, seated with him, died in him, rose with him, it doesn't use the Greek word para, it doesn't use pros, it doesn't use meta, it uses the Greek word soon that you are entirely embedded in Christ when God looks at you he does not see two of you he only sees you in his son you are completely embedded in Christ you're not walking next to him you're not wrapped around him You're not just facing him. You are in him. 
Now I can do another example here. I did it this afternoon in our ministry into Germany today, which was on Zoom. I can take a glass of tomato juice, a small glass of tomato juice, and then I can take another glass, maybe a quarter full glass of tomato juice. And I pour the little glass into the big glass of tomato juice. And the moment I do that, they both become one glass, inseparable. If I mix this, the tomato juices up, you couldn't centrifuge them apart. There's no way they're apart. They are now one. You are one in Christ. Totally enmeshed. Enmeshed in him. We have been baptized into one spirit. Into that one spirit. So we need to stop seeing ourselves as outside of him, next to him, facing him. We need to understand we are totally immersed in him. And that's the Pauline revelation. That's the gospel. That's the good news. You are no longer of your old nature. You are now a new creation in Christ. All things are passed away. All things are new. I have here a little sheet sheet I made and I'll make that available to anyone who would want. Just contact me on my on my email. It's called Amazing Declarations God Has Said About Me. Well, we just read that. They're mostly in Ephesians. But he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ. I am blessed. He has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. I am chosen. He has predestined us to adoption as sons. I have been adopted into the old family. I'm out from under my old family. I'm out from under the curses of the old family. It's having a revelation, an understanding of who we now are. In Christ. He has made me accepted in the beloved I am already now accepted. In him, I have redemption through his blood. I have been redeemed. We have forgiveness of sin. I am fully forgiven. The moment we ask for forgiveness, you receive it. You have it. So you can in any world walk in condemnation. That's Romans 8, 1 and 2. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. We live a new life. We are new people. We can do new things. We're a new creation. Creation, yes. And even Jesus said that we can do new things. And uh, 1 John 4, 17 says, As he is, so are we in this world. Do we see ourselves that way? Can we see ourselves that way? That's a totally out-of-box, non-religious way of seeing yourself. To be able to see yourself as a son of the Father, as an heir and a joint heir with Christ, Jesus, your older brother, you can do all things through him in Christ, As he is, so are we in this world. This is so great of words. These are thoughts that are so big. They're outside of the box of every religious understanding. All religion can do is to read through it fast. Okay. So I have obtained an inheritance. All provision is available for me. And one of the things we're doing with our group this year is to really 
memorize, understand um, Second Peter. Um, let me get over there. Second Peter two verse three. And that or one three. As his divine power. Now grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and grace. He's given us everything we need. This year will be for those who are believers will be a year of increase, not decrease. Regardless of what happens in the world, in elections, in the economy. For God's people, it's a time of understanding every provision that you need has already been given to you. You've attained an inheritance. And we who have trusted in Christ to the praise of his glory, God loves you. We've said that so often. But it comes from knowing our relationship with him. He loves us as sons. We have been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And you are alive from the dead. You have new life. You have been raised up together and made to sit together in heavenlies in Christ Jesus. You live in him. With him, but in him. And we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Amen. Everything, everything has been made new for him. I have been redeemed from poverty, sickness, and death. Poverty, sickness, and death. Jesus said it's his will that we will dwell in in prosperity, free of sickness, in Christ Jesus. Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead, huh? And it's like when um, our little grandson was born, they said, we don't have to ask you whose son you are. You look just like your father. And I think that's what Jesus says about us. We look just like his father. Amen. And we can act like his father. And we can have the authority like the father. Yes. And that's what he says. And that, did he say that? As he is, so are we in this world. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. All things through Christ who strengthens you. Well, these are glorious words and promises. But they're not just future, they're present. Because they're all in him outside of earthly time. So we're not waiting for these promises. We just need to live in them in Jesus' name. Amen. Live and walk in them. Amen. Amen. You are alive from the dead. He has made you alive. Made you alive. And he has already made you alive. So there's nothing you have to do to be more alive. Do you think if you pray more, you'll be more alive? If you give more money, if you help the poor, you'll be more No. He's already made you alive in him. You are dead in trespasses and sins, which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we, who were once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh in our old nature, Conducting the desires of the flesh and of the mind, we were by nature children of wrath, just as others. But God, your Father, our Father, 
who is rich in mercy because of his great love which he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses in our old nature Jesus made you alive in him seated us together with him in Christ in heavenly place totally yes totally in him nothing can separate you from the love of God you are more than a conqueror through Christ who loves you and the life that you now live in the flesh you live by faith in the son of God who loved you and gave himself for you Wow, these are powerful words, Shannon. Powerful words. Just to understand the four words, different Greek words of with, of para, and pros, and meta, and soon. Every time God talks about you, he uses the word soon. You are totally immersed in him. So, Shannon, I want to bless everyone today that's listening. Lord, I thank you for this word. Lord, I ask that you would empower everyone today. Empower everyone today with this word. Lord, that they can understand who they fully are in Christ. And they don't have to work to get there. They don't have to pray themselves into it fast themselves into it they already are there you still pray you still fast you still give all of that to fulfill your destiny but you don't do it to get into relationship with your father which you already have in Christ so thank you Shannon praise the Lord what a powerful teaching tonight yes sir this was awesome um, I, love it. I love it too what would you like to call oh, this for the archives tonight Ooh, what do we want to call this it's the words the four words of with um, boy it's, it's again who are we in the mirror see yourself in the mirror okay see yourself in, the in mirror. God's mirror in God's mirror oh I like that okay Perfect. Yes, God. And um, friends, if you're here for the first time, we want to welcome you. We have a new time for our broadcast now. It is Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern. We're doing some international shows on Wednesday. But every Monday, same time, we're excited to be here with Dr. Ron and Miriam Cohen. And Ron and Miriam, tell people about your ministry. How can they find you? And what are some of the things you got going on that they can get involved with? Man, well, we've been doing it since uh, 1986, <laughs> and uh, pastoring churches and teaching and traveling, and now for the past years, um, we've been helping uh, children, over 200 children in Haiti. We have two churches in Haiti. We have our church in Rwanda and the kids there. We're now working in Pakistan and India. Been doing all this for many years. And also, uh, if you ever like, on um, a Monday afternoon, you can Zoom with us into Germany, too. We have a fellowship there. We do all this on Zoom or online or on Skype. And then in our teachings, our travelings, our CDs, you can all get that through our ministry. Uh, you can contact me uh, through my website, roncohen.org. R-O-N-C-O-H-E-N dot org. My email is roncohen47, R-O-N-C-O-H-E-N 47, at AOL dot com. Feel free to call me. My phone number is 302-559-1766 in Espanol, 559-1766. And uh, tres zero dos, three zero two five five nine one seven six six, and we're always here, and we answer our phones. 
We're always here to pray for you and to talk with you and to help you see yourself from a much higher place as in God. As God sees you. As God sees you. Yes, and we're all we're all in that path and trying to find to fulfill the destiny and to understand more and more that we live outside of earthly time. When you are in Christ, you are in God's time. Now, anyway, and if anyone would like to help uh, feed our children, uh, we have over 208 in uh, Haiti. We've had um, kids in school in Rwanda and the children there and other countries. If you'd like to be a part of that uh, and to help our ministry, you can do that through um, PayPal, my email, roncohen47, aol.com, or through Cash App, and uh, what else? Credit cards, you can do all that through our website or over the phone, give me a call. Well, Shannon, thank you for this time tonight. Oh, hey, I'm, uh, I'm excited to be back with you all. And, um, hey, I meant to ask you, uh, for many years there was a lady... Uh, who was working with you on your Sunday night program and been on the program a couple times. Her first name just escapes me at the moment. You know what I'm talking about? I don't, but I think you asked me that before. She, um, yeah. She's from the old school ministry. Um, and uh, I think she'd been working with you for about 10 years. You would have her come on. A, uh, oh, you mean, oh, you mean Lottie. Pastor Lottie. Lottie. Yes. How is Sister Lottie doing? Well, Pastor Lottie is running that race at full speed. You'll never know. Next month, she's going to be 92. Wow. She doesn't stop. She goes six days a week. She's the Energizer Rabbit. (laughs) And then she does her church on Sundays. Well, She's with me every Sunday night, though, on our Sunday night program. You've got to bring her back on one of these days. If she's available, Tara, we'd love to have her back on. And uh, Tara, we said hello. I could easily do that. One Monday night, I'll just bring my computer up to the church there with her. Fantastic. And That's good to hear. She's doing good. We, she's doing more than good. She's doing she's doing well, well. She's, <laughs> she's kind of a walking miracle. And, um, you know, she's going for 120, so she doesn't really talk about her age that much. Okay. Um, Amen. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, maybe in another, uh, I don't know when we're scheduled to go again, Shannon, Uh, but then uh, maybe in a few weeks from now we can do that again. I have you on currently until you tell me otherwise. Every Monday, 7 Eastern is yours. Every Monday. Wow. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, let me see uh, about Lottie, and I'll tell you in advance if she's going to be on. Okay. Sounds good. I want to thank you all for coming on tonight, and... um, Oh, um, again, if someone wants to email you, give that email address out again, please. Sure, roncohen47 at aol.com. R-O-N-C-O-H-E-N-4-7 at aol.com. Does that also uh, double as a PayPal address? It does, yeah, PayPal and Cash App. Okay, fantastic. And Zelle. (laughs) I think Zelle is the same thing, too. And that... So anyway, I've had that AOL. So you know, I come from back in the uh, late '80s or early '90s. Anyone with an AOL? Yeah, you and me both. Uh, I, I tell people that uh, before there was the uh, World Wide Web, it was dial-up bulletin boards on a 300 baud modem. I remember surfing CompuServe in 1985. And that oh, even before. Remember, you got on your computer and you had to put in a C colon and a backslash. And tell it what drive to go to. Absolutely. I still remember a few of that. You know, In fact, I could probably yeah. still double-side a floppy disk for you tonight with a hole puncher. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. When others were playing football, I was uh, in my room uh, on the computer trying to uh, play out that movie um, War Games. That was my inspiration. Okay. And I got the fever and Ain't never that... looked back. And, and we played Pac-Man. Oh, yes. Pac-Man, and do you remember Frogger? I remember Frogger, and and then it was Mario Cement Factory. Well, that came much later, absolutely. Um, Not that much. Uh, That's the older, the original original Mario's. Well, then I missed that one. But, you know, I I go back before you, Shannon. In 1967, in my, I guess, my sophomore year of college, 
junior or sophomore, I took Fortran in wow. college. Wow. And it was and it was on an IBM three sixty that was two stories high. You had a ladder that you had to climb up about fifteen feet to put the punch card into. Good grief. And you were also able to walk around it. Man. This, I can't touch this that one. thing was huge. An IBM three sixty. It took a whole room and you did it with punch cards. And you know, you have a dozen IBM three sixties in your phone. In that, that little amazing. thing that we call our cell phone is much more powerful than than how many three sixties were back then. Wow. And we don't have punch cards. Fortran and then uh, what they had COBOL back then and some COBOL people came after that yeah and then I kind of wish I stayed with it I went into my other majors in college but uh, it would have been good for me to have had a background more of a background in computer to uh, get me out of some of the jams I get into well that's okay you've been on some adventures in fact one of these days you've got to retell the story of Sai Baba Sai Bob, boy, you know, that's one that's dead, and uh, he stays dead. And cashews. <laughs> and that. Sai Bob and, and cashews. I'm glad to give my testimony sometime. That would be good. Amen. It's an amazing testimony. You know, it's good to give that testimony because more and more people now are drifting back into stuff like that. Well, you ought to see Bali and the advertisements that keep popping up on my Facebook wall for these uh, yoga retreats and things like that. Uh, big interest in that so the truth will set people free and um, you have an amazing testimony Sister Miriam would you like to close us in prayer sure oh Father God you, you, I just have such a spirit of joy talking to our brother Shannon and just spending this time with God and with my husband it's a wonderful thing it's a wonderful thing what you're doing in this world and we ask you to bless, we bless you, and we ask you to bless Shannon and his uh, sister, I believe. No, his, no, his family, his wife, yes, and his children, all three of them. Yes. In Jesus' A wonderful name. Wonderful family. It's a whole family of people that love to serve the Lord and to be, be in his presence and to share his presence with others. Amen. And so, Shannon, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we release the spirit of health and healing on the people that are listening to this program. Lord, that they walk in the health of God. Beloved, I wish that you'll prosper and be in health as your soul has been prospering tonight through the word of God. So I speak healing to every crippling, every sickness, every cancer. In Jesus' name. And we send greetings to your mother. Thank you. Also. Amen. Amen. Yes, yes. In in Georgia. Amen. We enjoyed our time with her. um, I can't make make a a certain announcement, but I am praying that potentially even in the next few weeks, an open door might happen for me to go back for a few weeks, I need to take care of some business back in the States. I haven't been back since I left 2016. So, uh, for example, you can imagine my driver's license expired by now. i got to get that re- renewed. But I need to do a few things. And if God opens and the door picture. at this time, yes. Uh, what I would do, Sister Miriam, Brother Ron, is uh, try to bring my mom back for a visit. She has still not been able to come over here. And, and you know, the kids now are... About to turn seven Getting years bigger. old, so yeah, I That's said, Mom, good. you need to get over here. Otherwise, yes, she does. are we going to have to now, wait? Shannon, those two days, those three programs we did, we never had any fruit from that yet. So we need to figure out what happened to them and why you know, what? You know why we haven't been able to air them. You got, uh, you've got a great point, and I'm writing this down now, because we have the raw, we just need to cut it. I'll get that done. I've got some contacts to do it. Okay, I'm making okay. a note there okay. yeah. because y'all came in and shot uh, several hours of footage. So we have the yeah. yes. we have the tape. We'll get it cut. I know you do. Good. God's Yay. gonna open up that door. Praise we the love Lord. Love you, Shannon. Love you too, sister. And, uh, Mary. and wherever you are, we're gonna have to come visit you if you're gonna be in Atlanta. Well, it would be an honor to see y'all. And, um, and great to prayer. do some ministry together. Absolutely. I'm hoping that the door will open up at this time. 
And I said, just as long as my family's safe while I'm gone, Lord, I'm ready to step out. So just give me peace about it and open the door. God will keep them safe, Shannon. Amen. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Okay, we'll talk, we'll let me know about that. And we'll talk okay. more on it. We'll talk again okay. soon. Okay, see you next all. Monday night. Then. Thank you. You be blessed. Good Amen. night, brother. Good night, sister. Good Mary. night, folks. Those are precious saints, uh, Ron and Miriam Cohen. And you know the the name Cohen. Uh, when you see that, C O H E N, that's a very special surname. Those are the modern day descendants of the. Levitical priest. They are modern Levites. They come from the tribe of the Levites. And their job was to serve God and is still to serve God in his temple. So uh, they were the high priest, the priest that served in the temple when you come in and make the sacrifices before the Lord. They are a blessed tribe, and I'm blessed to have two of the Kohenim. They call them the Kohenim. Uh, here on this program, we got Ron Cohen and Joseph Cohen. And at one time, I knew an Aviad Cohen. He's with the Lord now. Well, folks, are you all excited to be back with me here for evening programs? Isn't this awesome? Now, we had fun trying something new. Excuse me, which was the uh, the morning shows, but, you know... Nothing like to be back in these evenings. We're, we're back. I'm excited about it. And we will still do some day shows. Every Wednesday, in fact, is when we're going to be doing our international program. So for you in America, that is uh, three to four hours starting at 10 a.m. Eastern, typically, or maybe 9. We'll be on this Wednesday with, uh, let's see, Michael Cummins. He's on every week. And then biweekly, we have David Measures and Elvis Newhart. So... In fact, uh, Wednesday we're going to be on at 9 a.m. Eastern. Now, we were going to be on at this time with Mike Kerr. Mike had to go in for some emergency heart surgery. He posted about it on his Facebook wall, and uh, he's recuperating now. We're waiting for an update, but I'm asking people out there to continue to lift him up in prayer for complete healing. And we're going to do that on tonight's program. Coming up at the top of the hour, one hour from now, we're going to have Joseph Ferrara, and then... We're welcoming back Sheila Zelitsky at 10 p.m. Eastern. Now, um, I've got all the shows uploaded that we've done today, uh, this this week, this past week since we came back on. However, I've got to put a couple titles on there, so I've got to do some work on the archive, and then I've got to get you uh, reloaded shows coming again. Four to five a day would be great for you. Who would like to hear from them? You know, if I would get some uh, feedback from you on that, you like them, that will encourage me to uh, get that ball rolling again. I'll reload it. Check out the archives. Tell me if you like the reloaded programs. What is reloaded? Those are all the shows that we've done since January, uh, excuse me, since uh, June twenty second, 2010. I went back to episode one. I'm beginning to remaster and re-release. And we've got about 10,000 shows to get back up in the archives for you. I want to make an announcement, a couple announcements. Dr. Philip Morris is launching his Deliverance Schools 2024 meetings held at Restoration Church in Highlands, Indiana. I'll be putting a flyer up on my uh, social media and my website today. Right now, there's an opportunity if you would like to get trained up in the deliverance ministry what is deliverance how to do it uh, training from a seasoned demon fighter Dr. Philip Morris who pastors Restoration Church Highlands Texas he's going to begin to have schools there's four scheduled right now February 1st through the 3rd February 22nd to the 24th March 21st to the 23rd and and April, uh, let's see, April, let me enlarge this, 4th to the 6th, there we go. Now, uh, it'll be four weekends, and basically they run Thursday nights at 7, Friday nights at 7, and Saturday 10 to 5, those four weekends. If you're interested, you can register at rchighlands.com. 
Okay? Or you can call their office number at 281-843-4000. Uh, you can find this in the show notes as well. And basically the price of each weekend is 75 if you want to pre-register. If you wait to till the date of, it's 100 at the door. Or you can go 75 if you want to do online only. Which tells me you can do this anywhere in the world. And uh, I think that um, it will be something that you will want to go through. Um, there's only a couple programs that I can really recommend that you're going to get some hardcore training and deliverance. And this is one of them. Of course, the, the meetings we also do with uh, Joseph Jasinski and our beloved Hegwish Baptist Church. So if you want to get more information, rchighlands.com. And, of course, there are other programs. Um, again, if you can't make the first weekend, you can get one of the other three dates coming up. So um, go to one, go to all four. So you've got four options there this year to attend the Deliverance Schools 2024 from Dr. Philip Morris. Okay. Also coming up January. This is men only. It's just once a year that they have a men's leadership conference. Basically, it's a deliverance workshop. They just call it the Men's Leadership Fellowship Conference. Hegwish Baptist Church. And then a couple times a year they do the family workshops. You've got to get up to those. If you're a man of God, man of God, uh, come on up and uh, make some new friends. It's going to be coming up in just a few weeks. I'm waiting on the Lord to see what's happening. Uh, I'm going to try to get back and attend it. That would be my uh, dream. January 25th to the 28th. Men's Leadership Conference, Highland, Indiana. Go to hbcdelivers.org. And uh, it's probably going to snow up there. It usually does this time of year in Indiana. So if you're flying in, uh, you can get a taxi from the airport into Highland. But you probably want to get an all-wheel drive vehicle. I went up there in 2011, and it did snow. I was glad I had my four-wheel drive truck. But it was well worth it. To get in there to Hegwish, they got it heated up in there. It's warm once you get in the church. And they uh, have some warm fellowship. Oh, you will just be so busy, you won't get any sleep all weekend. I'm just telling you the truth. Catch up on sleep afterwards. You're going to have so much fun. <clears throat> and uh, hands-on deliverance, mass deliverance. And, of course, anybody can tune in to the uh, speakers they're going to have online. They always televise it. So you can be a part of that also physically or on Zoom. But in the flesh is something to behold because demons manifest down there if you don't believe in demons get down to Hegwish because people come there to get help and once they get in there boy the demons are goners because Hegwish knows how to deliver hbcdelivers.org also check out their website wrwpublications.com for some of the greatest teachings on deliverance you'll ever find a lot going on in my life right now, and I was told prophetically by Prophet Scott Lathrop, get ready for it. Uh, God's fixing to load you up on some jobs, and uh, you just got to learn how to bounce the bandwidth. So bit by bit, uh, I'm getting back to a normal sleep schedule. I was up doing the all-nighter shift. Now I'm getting up at Instead of going to bed at 6 a.m., I'm getting up at 6 a.m. Excuse me, 7 a.m. I'm getting getting up. But uh, right signing up the schedule, and that means I'm going to start getting these things done that we're behind on, and uh, you can count on us being here every day. Some great things going to happen in 2024. I really believe it for the church. Okay, with that said, let's save this program, and if you want to stay tuned with us, just refresh. If it doesn't happen automatically, do a manual refresh now. <laughs> 